All right. Um, hello and welcome to WDVC. This is a Sweet Seats podcast with the sports broadcasting class. Um, I'm here with Jackson. Say hi. Hello. I'm here with Daniel. Hello. And I'm here with Grant. How we doing? All right. So today we're going to start by talking about college football. Um, the bowl ranking or the bowl um, matchups just came out. And so the two biggest games are obviously the the um, one versus four, two versus three. So for the one versus four game, it's Alabama versus Cincinnati. Um, what are your guys' predictions on this game? I think uh, Alabama is going to take this one. Many people aren't sure whether Alabama should be one or two, but uh, either way, I think whoever has number one is going to be Cincinnati, whether it's Michigan or Alabama. But Cincinnati, I do think, will put up a great fight, though. I got to agree with Jackson there. I think the Crimson Tide are continue to roll, just like how they rolled over Alabama, and they're going to roll over Cincy. Oh, yeah, they, they beat Georgia pretty bad. I wasn't expecting that. I thought Georgia was pretty good, and I saw Alabama struggling against an unranked Auburn, so I was like, oh, wow, Georgia's going to kill them. But for Alabama mm-hmm. to come and kill Georgia, I, I don't think Cincinnati's going to be able to get in their way. I think the only team that might stand a chance is Michigan. But Yeah, for us, sure. That puts us to the Orange Bowl with Michigan and Georgia. What are your thoughts? I'm going um, Michigan here. I think I think with Ohio State after beating Ohio State, I mean we just have an adrenaline rush. I mean we beat Iowa forty-two to three. So I just I don't think and Georgia came off of a of a, a big loss to Alabama. So I think with the momentum Michigan has right now, I don't I don't think Georgia's going to beat Michigan. Yeah, everyone was talking about Georgia and how the biggest spotlight on the team is the defense, but we just watched the defense get just shredded by Alabama's offense and. Comparing Michigan, Michigan has put up like 80-plus points in just the past two games with Ohio State and Iowa, and there's no reason to think that they can't do the same thing to Georgia. And their defense – and their Michigan's defense is another story. Just They'll probably just shut down uh, Georgia's offense. Anyone else have any thoughts on that game? Uh-huh. Not really, um- what were your guys' thoughts on um, Alabama being ranked above Michigan this week? Honestly, I saw it coming just because, obviously, Alabama beat number one Georgia. I'm not too mad about it as a biased Michigan fan, but mm-hmm. uh, I like being uh, underrated more than overrated. So, mm-hmm. I, think, think- I think if we were ranked – or if Michigan was ranked number one, I think they'd have a better chance to get to the, the final game because I think Georgia is going to be a much – better team than Cincinnati because Cincinnati's only win was over Notre Dame and Notre Dame struggled throughout the entire season. So I think, I think Georgia is the better team easily out of those two, but, mm-hmm. um, I, but I see like, I mean, the committee always favors Alabama. So, I mean, it definitely wasn't unexpected. Yeah. Yeah. And that's agree. The committee the always uh, favors the SEC. We'll go with that. <laughs> yeah. Now, for all the other matchups, uh, do you think uh, Cincinnati was the right call to be brought in as the fourth team, or do you think it should have been a team that came from a Big Five conference, like uh, Oklahoma State, or not Oklahoma, like Baylor, 
or Notre Dame? Or do you think Cincinnati was the right call for number four? I think they're the right call. I mean, undefeated, no matter what level you're at, is uh, is a really hard thing to do. And I think the AAC is probably the if, – if there was a sixth conference in the Power Five, I think the AAC, I believe is what it is, would be right there. I mean, with SMU, Cincy, Tulsa. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, UConn's not very good at football, but um, they're, they're good at, like, basketball, like – uh, Eastern Carolina, those are all like pretty big schools. And I think, I think that those are all like pretty solid teams to defeat, to get to where they've been. So I think they deserve that spot. Yeah, and the plus reason- Natty is going to be moving out of the AAC next year, going to, uh, I think big 12 with the Baylor, Oklahoma state and o- the re- uh, Oklahoma the reason I think Baylor isn't going to or didn't get that fourth spot is because of their loss to Oklahoma State a few weeks back. That was a big loss, uh, dropped them down pretty far in the rankings. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Oklahoma State, um, they take on Notre Dame and Fiesta Bowl. Um, who, who do you guys who do you guys think is going to come out on top there? Well, neither of these teams have played much uh, like mutual opponents so it's two like completely unknown teams going at each other but um Oklahoma State looked rough in the first half of their game against Baylor but assuming they play like that second half team against Baylor did they should be able to take care of Notre Dame but it'll be a close one throughout the entire thing hold on one second um there's Michigan State Pittsburgh I'm looking at the Notre Dame schedule right now to see who they lost to. I mean, I think their only loss is the Cincinnati game. It is. Um, I think I think Notre Dame is going to come out on top here. Personally, um, mm-hmm. I talked about their struggles, but really, I mean, the only thing that I would mark down on Notre Dame is they didn't play great competition. Um, they played a lot of just unranked teams, so that might be the only knock on them, really. But I think I think they're going to come out on top, except for actually they just lost their head coach. That's a that's a big thing. Yeah, yeah, that's probably it's probably a big moral depreciation thing. There's, I mean, because they're hoping to have their head coach lead them through the entire season, and then he quits on them like a week ago, and so it's kind of like they kind of got bailed on by their whole leader. And I wonder if that's going to make the team, like, give them more motivation or if that's going to help make them struggle in, in a big game like this. So, I guess you can only see. And another big game is the Peach Bowl with Michigan State versus Pitt. Um, who, do you guys, who do you guys think is going to make a big impact here and who do you think is going to win? As a Michigan State fan, I'm honestly kind of nervous because of Pitt's uh, quarterback. I can't think of his name right now. It's Kenny Pickett, I think. Yeah, yeah, he's a Heisman looking to be. Um, and talking about Heisman, the four finalists ESPN posted, and Kenneth Walker is not there. <laughs> yeah, he got snubbed. He did. I agree. As a Michigan fan, I mean, Kenneth Walker dominated us in our game, and he, he showed that throughout the entire season. And for him to get taken off that list, I think he should be on there over Pickett. I think he honestly should be over – 
Stroud on that list after Stroud struggles against Michigan. Um, so, I, I mean, I thought that was really stupid, but again, yeah. the committee. And but, I think, I think he's going to be a big part of this game. I mean, Pickett is obviously a really good player, but I think Kenneth Walker, he like almost single-handedly carried Michigan State's offense this season. I mean, even in that Michigan game, we saw their struggles in the first half. But for him to come back and what did he have, five touchdowns? Yeah, like, five touchdowns, 198 yards. Yeah. That's just insane. So I think I think Michigan State's going to come out on top here. I yeah. would agree. It's going to be fun to watch the high, the person that's listed as a Heisman finalist, someone that was snubbed, uh, both being able to go at it and prove their worth. Yeah, I agree. And this was a surprising bowl matchup to me. We have Ohio State versus Utah. I mean – I, I didn't expect – I know Utah beat Oregon um, in the Pac-12 championship, but I was not expecting to see them in a, in a huge bowl game like this. So, what, what are your guys' – like, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Utah already beat Oregon once, but not by much. But then they completely just wrecked Oregon. I forgot what the score is. I believe it was like 38-7, yep, I believe. Was yeah. It was 38-7. So – Oregon was a eighth ranked, I think, going into that game, and Oregon just demoralized them on the spot, and that's going to shoot your ranking up, rankings up really high, beating Oregon twice in a row, two weeks in a row, and thirty eight points on the Oregon defense is not an easy thing to do. So, I, I'm I'm curious to see how that uh, how their offense will work against Ohio State, though. Mm-hmm. And looking at Utah's schedule, I mean. I, I like they did beat Oregon, um, but it looks like they struggled throughout the season. Um, mm-hmm. They lost to who did they lose to Oregon State? They lost to San Diego State, um, BYU. Like I just, I, I think that they lost to like teams that they shouldn't have lost to, and I think BYU is a really good team, um, but. I just I, I I'm surprised that they're in that bowl game to be honest. Yeah. Plus there's yeah, like the emergence uh in the later part of the season of uh Tavion Thompson, who's come in as their running back after their starter got injured. He's really helped the team a big part in the second half of the season. And that might be part of the struggles against the earlier teams. All right. And there is one more bowl game, but I actually want to move on to college basketball. Um, so really the rankings, the rankings came out recently and the biggest news was Purdue at one. Um, that was, that was big Purdue. I think it's their first time ever being ranked one, but with Jaden yeah. Ivy and all their pieces, I think they deserve it. Yeah. Um, they're undefeated so far, and every single game they've played has been just a blowout from the beginning of the game. And with everyone else having at least one loss, like Duke looked like the number one all the way up until they played Ohio State and lost there. It, there's no other team you can really put at the number one spot besides Purdue. So it's well-deserved, in my opinion. Yeah, Gonzaga, uh, far to get far in the March Madness. They already have two losses. Mm-hmm. And the whole top 10, it's a little early to be able to tell, but as of right now, those this top 10 that they picked is looking like a pretty, pretty solid uh, 
area for the small sample size of games that they've all played. And um, like again, I think I think Purdue's been been easily the best team. Um, I mean, Duke looked like it with Palo Bontero and all their pieces, but after that loss to Ohio State, there's no way they can be over Purdue. Gonzaga, they lost to Duke, and what was the other team they lost to? Oh, uh, Alabama. And mm-hmm. I mean, both of those are really good teams. So. Alabama is also in the top 10. So, yeah, but you can't be a number one team with two losses, especially with that Purdue team. And then, yeah, throughout the entire top 10, it's uh, Purdue is the only Big Ten team there. And it's going to be fun to watch conference play where they have to play Michigan, Michigan State, and Ohio State, Wisconsin, all that are ranked within the top, well, not Michigan, but all the others are ranked within the top 25. It'll be a fun, like, Big Ten. I guess slugfest throughout the conference play. All right. And let's talk about some over some teams that are really surprising us. Um, I think, I think one team that's really surprised me is um, let's see. I would say like Arkansas, actually. I mean, they're eight and oh, I wasn't expecting them to be that good this season. Um. Mm-hmm. They beat, let's see, I mean, they beat Cincinnati, who's, I think Cincinnati upset a pretty solid team earlier this season. Um, they beat, like, let's see, one second. They beat Kansas State. I mean, I guess they haven't played the greatest competition, but yeah. still, like, those are still solid teams. And to be 8-0, no matter what, is impressive. I'd say, like, Another surprising thing, like, in kind of a reverse way, is Michigan. Like, is surprised how, like, the team fell from number three. I think they were started at, and I think they're out of the top twenty-five now. And it that really shocked me. I thought after last year's great season, they'd come back with the returners from last year and some of the newer players and be able to dominate. But it hasn't been that way through the first month, and I'm hoping they can turn it around. Really. That's really because of their big losses against Seton Hall and uh, North Carolina, two unranked teams at the moment when they were ranked, when Michigan was ranked. And yeah. that just, that's a big hit in your uh, poll. Yeah, yeah, speaking Hush, of Michigan there. Out. Oh, go ahead. I was just saying, he's, they just got to figure some stuff out and they should be able to get back because they have the talent. Yeah, speaking of that, it's just their sloppy ball play uh, recently. And they also have two freshmen, or pretty much two freshmen starting. I have Musa Daibe and then uh, Caleb Houston. So, obviously, they need to find their groove. And once I feel like they find their groove, they'll get the chemistry going. And then, you know, they'll start rolling a little bit, little bit more. And I think it's confidence issues, really. I mean, if you look at their loss to Arizona, Arizona, I mean, they're a solid team. But they came out there with so much more confidence than Michigan. And that's really why they won it. Because Michigan easily has a talent. I mean, we had one of the best recruiting classes last year. We still have players like Eli Brooks, Hunter Dickinson. So we definitely have one of the most talented teams in the nation. But it's it's just about confidence and having being able to play with each other. Yeah. And and it's just something you got to figure out throughout the season. And it's got to yeah, come I think quick. that just comes with time, too, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, and then just just a really quick last topic. Let's talk about the Detroit Lions finally getting their first win. 
Um, yeah. They defeated the Minnesota Vikings on like a buzzer beater touchdown to win. What was it? 29-27? I believe yeah. so. Yeah. What are your um, guys' thoughts on that game? I wasn't um, able – I stopped watching at halftime. Uh, but Detroit was up 14 points at halftime, and then I hear news that they somehow blew that lead, and now <laughs> they have the ball down five point or yeah, down five points with like two minutes to go. And first thing I thought is how they blow a 14 point lead, but in the end, I'm happy that they're finally able to get their first win. Yeah, honestly, Jared Goff looked pretty solid that game. Finally, stepping up to the plate and throwing some good passes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. and I mean, it's it's really just like it's sad to see us blow that lead, but for us to finally get a win, um, even though even though I mean Minnesota has struggled this season right now, they're missing Dalvin Cook because of an injury. But regardless, I mean that's a pretty solid team, and for the Lions to finally be able to squeak out a win, I mean I'm I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I honestly had no really expectations for this game, you know, especially with an 0 and 10 or 0 10 and 1 team. But, you know, once they blew that 14 point lead, I was like, oh, here we go again. But, you know, at the end of the day, you just got to have that just win mentality, no matter what it is. If it even comes down to the last play, you just got to win. Yeah, yeah, I agree. They weren't even scheduled to win that game. Their game that they should have won, they got blown out. The Dolphins game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. They also probably should have won Thanksgiving Day, but that didn't go their way either. So, mm-hmm. and and we should have honestly beat Pittsburgh in that tie, but I mean we were struggling from the field goal. So, um, but there's nothing we can do. A better draft pick next year, and um, finally got a win. So, all right. Anyone have any final thoughts? No. All right. Um, this was the Sweet Seats Podcast. I'd like to thank everyone for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye.